It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. If you were a small child and you were selling something on the corner, right, like in a lemonade stand, but rice. it couldn't be lemonade. Okay. Probably rice. Well, I'm thinking realistically. Help my family out. I'm Asian. I would probably. I would offer shoe tyings. What? Yeah. I'll tie your shoe for a quarter. <sighs> People walk by, you tie the shoes for them, make sure it's nice and tight. And I've heard of like shoe polishing, but... Uh, no, no, no. I'm talking about like if you're a child. A child can't polish shoes. Why? What's the difference? <laughs> it's so demeaning to be... I've had people tie my shoes before, but I have never demanded or paid someone to do so. <laughs> well, I mean, if they offer it for payment, then it's not as bad. You know, I've never learned how to tie shoes... Um, period. Stop. That's the end period. of it. I've only worn sandals <laughs> my entire life like a true Asian. Nice. Oh, man. Okay, cool. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yeah, welcome to another episode of uh, ICBTB Podcast. That's not a, it's not even true. Not even true. I've never tied shoes on a corner. Ever. The weirdest way to start an episode. Uh, you know what? I want, I'm trying something new. Okay. Shock. Shock humor? Yeah. That's, no, that's your brand. It's shock humor. That is, uh, that is all you. Okay. I'm going to try anti-shock humor then. What does that mean? Welcome to the Can't Be That Bad Podcast. Yes. My name is Alejandro. My name is Christian. And we got to watch a prequel to a film that we did earlier this year. We did a few months ago, um, whenever it came out on Netflix, we did a review on Army of the Dead by Zack Snyder. Correct. And now its prequel has just arrived to the Netflix streaming platform. Yes. And I was so excited. I, f- I forgot about it. I did too for a little bit. Well, actually, to be, on- to be honest, I'm only excited now because after watching it, I really liked it. Actually, leading up to it, I wasn't excited because um, it's a prequel and it doesn't have much to do with the zombies, even though it takes place in the zombie universe. It's almost like not even happening in the background. It's like happening in the background of the background. Yes. The zombie thing. Yes. And I appreciate that they acknowledge its existence so that we're grounded in this universe that's been created by Zack Snyder. But they don't let it become a distraction. They make it fun, and they have these zombies have like a cameo in uh, dude. Uh, what's his name? Dieters. Yes, in this movie, his name is um, Sebastian. Sebastian though. Yeah, right, and they can't pronounce his last name. That's a whole bit. Nervous but, guy. They call yeah, him nervous guy. Mister Nervous scene. Guy. Um, and, but they pop up in his nightmares, which I appreciated. And you see the on a uh, on uh, the news. Uh, yes, they're source. talking about how Vegas is going off, and it was this one was a lot funnier than yes. Army of the Dead is. For example, like, and, you know, we'll, we'll get there, but, like, the news reporter that he's watching is like, yes, we have our man on the ground. And it's yes. just like, him like, ah! <laughs> Immediately, and then it, like, bleeps out. It cuts away. Very quick. And it's because he's the comic relief in Army of the Dead, yes. right? Ludwig uh, Dieter, who we later come to find out, obviously, since his real name is Sebastian, we later find out where he gets that name. And yes. I love, it's one of those things that we love as fans of superhero movies where you have to watch Everything. other movies mm-hmm. to understand the context. So many little Easter eggs, right? I uh, think we have the same birthday on his new passport. I'm pretty sure his birthday really? was August 9th. Ludwig Dieter and yeah, you. but he was like 81 or whatever like that. But And I don't want to go back and recheck in case I'm wrong, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure it's either 7 or 9. Okay, okay. Well, that's a cool little fun fact. Why don't we tell the baddies what we watched? Yeah, baddies, this week we watched... Army of, of Thieves. Thieves. I think Army of Thighs is going to be a good porno Army version. of Thighs is a great... Since <laughs> there you. is already a porno named uh, The Hills Have Thighs, yes. Army of Thighs will be the sequel. Army of Thighs. For that. You have to break into a um, chastity belt. 
Oh, three women. Honestly, really good. <laughs> and then the fourth woman is still located in Vegas. She's the zombie woman. Ah, oh, so it's still about zombies. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Crazy screenplay where you're conjuring up right now. I'm, um, you know what? I'm looking for a job. San Bernardino? <laughs> is that where they make pornos now? I think so. Uh, Army of Thieves. Snaps is coming at you. Or, you know what? I'm, I jumped. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Do the itty bitty. Oh, yes. Let's do the itty bitty. It is rated R, mm-hmm. which is fun. Um, the only reason why I think it's rated R is because they have everybody saying the F word. I don't think Europeans say the F word that much. No. Especially they... all these people who are like clearly French and German and Russian who like don't normally speak English. They're all just like, mm, shut the fuck up. Yeah, it is kind of <laughs> odd, huh? I like it though. And also the violence when she, uh, when Gwendolyn uh, breaks out into some gun foo, Keanu Reeves style, that which was, pretty was dope. really cool. That was pretty brutal too. That was deserving of an it's R like, rating. What are you doing? Oh, yeah. Uh, it has a runtime of two hours and seven minutes, which I don't think it, it went pretty good. It didn't feel like that. No, it felt pretty fun. Uh, that's 127 minutes. Um, 127 hours is how long that guy's arm was caught <laughs> under that boulder. James Franco. Exactly. Uh, it was rated 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb. It has a 71% on Rotten Tomatoes, a 49% on Metacritic. Mm-hmm. But there's this there's this company based out of Santa Clara what? called Google. Oh, that company? Would you like to guess <laughs> Never heard of it. what their rating of this film is? I, unfortunately, I can't guess. I was looking at it, and unless it's changed within the past few hours, <laughs> I know that it's 91%. Did you just pick up a card to check? <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't know. I just have idle hands, and uh, I don't want- It's the want... devil's play thing. I, yes, yes, and your cards are here, and they're distracting. What um, What do you rate it? I. What do I rate it? Or what do you think the Google users? I know that it's 91%. Well, it has changed. Oh, it has. 90%. It is 90%. Ah, so it went down a little bit. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Do you agree with how critics have reviewed this so far? I haven't read any critic reviews, but they, I have read a lot of interviews with Zack Snyder and. Um, Deborah Snyder or Matthias? Matthias. Ah. Matthias. <laughs> I don't think it's that. And I'm that, pretty sure it's that. That's a I'm slap to his face. Sure if he were to no, hear I this. love him. He's the best. I hope he does hear this because mm-hmm. I really do love him. He's incredible. Um, but I can't speak German. I, half of the words here. He could teach me. I would love for him to teach me. This movie has so many different languages <laughs> thrown in it. Everyone's of a different ethnicity. And you know what? Not one American. <laughs> Not Wait, Brad Cage. I believe Brad no, Cage is American. No, because he grew up with what's her name? With who? He just pretends to be American. Remember, he grew up oh, watching. Oh, that's why he Nicolas has Cage movies. An American Brad accent. Okay. The fake is the fake. So he's supposed to be British. Yeah, but I guess British. 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 Oh, boy. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like you're performing fellatio, man. I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> Snaps is coming at you. Right at you. In this prequel to Army of the Dead. A mysterious woman recruits bank teller Dieter to assist assist <laughs> assist in a heist of impossible to crack safes all across Europe. Nice, short and sweet, well read, <laughs> might I say, dude? Killing it. Um, let's get into it. You're uh, a bitch. Two hours and seven minutes did not feel like it because it was funny, entertaining, and action-packed. I would say it didn't feel a second over two hours and six minutes. Mm, (laughs) I would have to agree with you on that, good sir. Uh, And right from the beginning, it was exciting. Um, Yeah, so so we get him on his YouTube page, and he's doing his whole thing where he's telling the story of the safes and Wagner and, you know, all of the interconnected of of Hans Wagner who was the safe 
builder yeah. uh, who kills himself in his final safe, which looked like the lamest safe he built. You think so? Of all the of four? Of all the ones that he built. Because uh, technically that's a fifth one. The one that he killed himself in. Where was... Wait, there has to be... Okay, because the four safes that I know of yes. are the... <laughs> shit, there's the Valkyrie. You practice this, yeah. There is uh, the... Uh, for, 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 what do you call it? What's a... Uh, Fredo. Si- the Sigmund, no, right? No, no. Sig- Siegfried. <laughs> there you go. The Siegfried. And then uh, the last one is... Uh, Guten Tagen. What the fuck were these called? I you knew these so, before you, the episode. The most upsetting part of this for me is you practiced it for a solid 30 minutes before the episode. You came I over, yes, and you heard me just saying you, these to myself. Heard you saying it in the bathroom. Yes, I was saying it, it I was in the scene. Literally, you've been practicing. So, um, the Valkyrie, the Siegfried, the Guten Dagen. Just look it up. All right. Rheingold. Valkyrie, yes. Siegfried, and Götterdammerungen. Götterdammerungen. Götterdammerungen, which is German for Twilight of the Gods. All of these aren't names of Kurt Wagner's operas. 15-hour opera, which is insane. And I love that whenever Sebastian in this movie, he's so romantic. He romanticizes it. And it, it is from the like the most romantic period of German culture. Yes. Like, that is the time, like, anybody, I mean, unfortunately... Anybody who wants to bring Germany back will listen to Wagner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, it's cool. So his YouTube channel, which real quick, the webcam that he has on whatever laptop or computer he's using, impeccable. Because it's a, a, a red, <laughs> like it's an actual camera. <laughs> he has that. He has all that money to get like uh, the top-notch cameras in Hollywood. I do love that he has like 30 videos. All with zero views. Not, he's not even watching them. Yes, because you could accumulate your own views on YouTube. And then watch it at your work computer. That's the second view. Watch it at the, you know what I mean? Not the phones on the Sprint store. But I think this guy is so full of integrity. I don't even think he wants to fuck with his views. He wants to see real, actual views. He's statistics. Do- I think he's actually not doing it for the views. He wants the, the message to get out. And so when he's checking it, he's seeing like, I wonder how many people are interested in this like me. It's so sad. He's extremely well-spoken, knows the background. Like we were saying, uh, Hans Wagner, the, ma- uh, the maker of these safes, locked himself in that last safe. Killed himself. Because his uh, kid and wife died, right? Yes. Which is sad. But I like the context that's provided so that we could actually... I'm going to say this real quick. Say it. I like the characters in Army of Thieves way more than I liked the characters in Army of the Dead. I cared way more for these characters. You know, and I w- we will get to it, but one of the things that I think is something that we have to remember about this universe mm. is they are doing true-to-form genre films. Yes. So Army of the Dead is a true-to-form horror zombie film through and through. This is a true-to-form heist film, you know, through and through with, like, a sprinkling of zombies because that's part of the universe that they're in. Yeah. Uh, and then the next one, we've already read that the sequel, which is going to be, I believe, I think that's the Netflix anime Planet series. of the Dead. Planet of oh, the Oh, that's going to be an anime? I believe, that's gonna, I believe that's the anime. Really? Yeah. Uh, are they going to... I'm looking for... That'll be cool, but I also want them to make a proper live-action sequel. They probably... They will, because the movie, I think, did uh, okay. But Snyder has this crazy idea to like do anything and everything, uh, and that is going to be a sci-fi true-to-genre mm. film, So that or series. So that'll be really interesting. I think we got a lot of fun stuff coming to us. Yeah. Um, one thing I want to think that's... I want to say that's really interesting is Dieter, or I guess his name is Sebastian. Sebastian is all about safes, right? He even has like just a tumbler, just to practice that he gets yes. done in eight seconds. And then, of course, where does he work? 
At a bank. Yes. Right? But he's not like at a cool bank. He's at like a really lame bank where he just gets yelled at all the time. It's sad, dude. The cinematography in this is impeccable. Very pretty, yeah. Everything's- A lot of it, spinning. I was getting a little dizzy. Really? A lot of spinning. Um, what, like when he's actually at the safe competition, huh? A, a, that was a very spinny scene. It's, yeah, it's a lot of spinning. I want to talk about that. So eventually on his YouTube channel, he finally sees that one view. Yes. And then one comment, right? Or actually, I think he just gets the comment and he clicks on that and he scrolls right down to do it. And, mm -hmm. it's, and it's just like, you want to try your hand at safe cracking? Yeah. Crackin'. Does he? <laughs> does he get the- Vital information of how to enter this building just as a public comment on YouTube. Yeah. The comment just says, go to the end of the road and say this word. Um, and that road is in Berlin, which is not a city he lives in. He lives in Potsdam. So he had to drive out for this. He got on a train. Wow. He Committed. A, yeah. Well, I get it. He's not really doing much with his life. I want to say, though, real quick before we go past, when they say Berlin, they have the lights, mm -hmm. except for the eye, and then it's like it kind of lights up. Beautiful. So Perfect. cool. I mean, and I think it's... The beautiful visuals that come with this movie, we have to owe a little bit of it to the to the, Zack Snyder yeah, and yeah. Deborah Snyder being a part of this. Because you know he was working with them very clearly. I was I read an interview with Matthias, yes, who said every day on filming of Army of the Dead, he'd be over there talking to Zack Snyder and be like, "What well, about this? These what are about his that? characters. This? These this is his story, right? Yeah. You don't want to mess this up. You're directing it, yeah, and like definitely get some guidance from the guy that made it all. Well, that's what I would do, right? It would make me feel way better. And now. Did you think objectively this was better than Army of the Dead? I want to read. I'll tell. I'll say this because I said it earlier. Uh, I say. I say. I said it because I said it earlier. Oh wow! Um, I do want to watch Army of the Dead again, but they're very different in my brain. It's hard to compare. They're very different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he goes to this safe competition. Mm -hmm. Does not know that he's going to a safe competition. Mm -hmm. Just kind of gets thrown into like the immediate start of. Like the first round. Yes. And in fact, blows about 30 seconds of it just being like, what's going on here? He doesn't what's, know. Well, what's happening? I love this whole tournament, this competition, because I, it was such an exciting way to start off the movie. You know what it kind of reminded me of? What? Do you remember in the social network when they're trying to find coders for the for, the, for Facebook? Yeah. And they just have like four hackers in a circle doing like a computer mm -hmm. breaking game? Yes. That's what kind of like this reminded me of. I love the typical beginnings of movies where obviously it's about this guy with the skill or this girl with the skill. And we have to go through a montage of events or like a competition to find out how good this person really is. Oh, he's incredible. Incredible. Goes through four different rounds, three or four different rounds. He goes rounds. through three rounds all the way to the final round where it's just a giant vault door. Mm -hmm. And they only have a minute to crack it. And the champion, I think is we are to assume he's the champion. Yeah. Um, is working hard. He's got his stethoscope out and he's doing it. And and Sebastian just like puts his hand on it and like feels the lock. I want to say that I'm in love with every single time. We're inside the mechanics. Yes. It reminded me of like Fast and the Furious when they would hit the NOS button and you like go mm -hmm. through the engine. It reminds me of Jimmy Neutron's brain blast. Okay. Mine's a little bit cooler. but Yours yeah. is way cooler, but you know, I was just trying to connect with yeah, you. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> no, we shouldn't be doing this podcast. Fuck fool. you. Uh, <laughs> but it is so cool. Do the insides of safes actually look like that? I Yes. You're asking me? I say yes. <laughs> you've been inside of a safe. <laughs> I uh, have an Ant-Man suit. <laughs> and you've traveled inside one and it looks exactly like that one of the things that i do love about this is this is the first time i've ever seen a safe that like purposely went out of its way to be ornate mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Like with all the Celtic cross and like braiding and it's gorgeous pictures and it's telling a story and like yeah. um, the Rheingold tells the story of this and then the Valkyrie tells the story of that and yes it's actually like in depth from like it's a, he described it as a Norse Lord of the Rings right and then you can also see like how it ties into Thor the Marvel character because it's all the same kind of people the Norse people yeah. It's yeah. all the same stories. Midgard, Odin, Thor. Oh, that does Siegfried, make sense. Siegfried is Thor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Valkyrie is, you know. It's a, and also Siegfried is. A line trainer in uh, Vegas. And also Sebastian, dude. I think it was representative of. Siegfried was representative of Sebastian and Siegfried's love interest in the story. I forget what her name is. Hilden Blue. Brumhilda. Brumhilda. Uh, is, Which is the name from the Django. Yes. That's where I've heard it before. It really made me sad knowing that watching this, and if you haven't seen Army of the Dead yet and you're listening to this, stop this and, so, and listen to the, or watch uh, Army of the Dead so that there's no spoilers, but it makes me sad that we know that he dies. Man. Or does he? May I bring example 2B7A <laughs> to the table, please? You've done research? Is he still alive? No, I there's no like way. I would like to read to you a quote from the man, the myth, the legend, Zack Snyder himself. Mm-mm. I quote, we are just talking about three potential Dieter scenarios. One, he is murdered by Zeus and is laying dead in the hallway. The second is that he got bitten by Zeus and is a scary alpha zombie running around somewhere in the Nevada desert. And third is that somehow he negotiated, fought, or something happened to Zeus where he was distracted and he was not killed by Zeus. According to the time loop subtext of the movie. Ah, that's right. All three realities are possible. With one other clue is that Army of the Dead is a genre film. That is true to form. The genre trope is not seeing the character die on screen very much means he's alive and well. And in Army of the Dead, that universe is true. true. I would say by this cinematic design, it begs whether or not he is alive or dead. End quote. Good point. Good quote. You good good research, my friend. Um, I just earned another month on the podcast, <laughs> and then after that, you gotta fucking earn it again. All right, let's see what we got. Um, so I think that's a good rule. If yes. you don't see someone die, they're it's safe to assume that they're not dead. It's already like we already have to accept so many things. There's a zombie outbreak. He's the best safe cracker. Oh, just by pressing his ear up against like, there's so many things you have to accept. If you start getting caught up in all the things, it's like, wait, now it's a time thing. It's like, yeah, it is. It's, it, that's just, it's everything's, everything's okay in this movie. Mm-hmm. Everything's going to go. Ooh, okay. That makes me feel better because I fell in love with this character. I love him. He's I so hope, charming. Yes. Yes. Every single, and I like how they kept a lot of the traits that made him memorable in army of the dead. Like he, his squeals of every single time he got scared or, or how he's like nervous. Always. He's clearly the, the greenhorn, right? Yes. He doesn't know what he's doing. So he's always asking the questions. He wins the safe cracking competition. Yeah. Uh, and he's put onto a team of bank robbers mm-hmm. who are looking for a new safe cracker because they are going to go and do the, um, what is it? The ring of, what do uh, they call it? They have a name for it. The ring, uh, the cycle of the, ah, what was it called? The ring, ring cycle. Sh- ring ring cycle? cycle. Because I kept thinking rinse cycle. <laughs> I kept thinking of laundry. <laughs> nice. Um, so the ring cycle, which is first they do the Rheingold, which mm-hmm. is the easiest of the three to make break. And then they do Valkyrie, which is a little bit harder, has a little bit more money. And then of course, finally they have the Siegfried, which is the most, uh, difficult save to break. Um, they, you know, that's, that's where all the money is. Potentially. I think they said over a hundred million dollars yeah. inside that safe yes. American. They make a point to point that out. But, and I like that Gwendolyn 
emphasizes that it's not about the money. We're here to make a name for ourselves. We're here to crack the safes. We're here to do the ring cycle. Well, there has to be other safe crackers that have to open them if they're going to put money made from the casinos, money made from the bank into these safes. There's no other way to get into it, right? What I'm thinking is they had other safe crackers on the team, but they couldn't cut it. They couldn't mm-hmm. do it right. And that's why they had to go and find... No, not that. Like oh. the banks had to hire some sort of person to no, open they, these safes. They bought it. They have the key. They know how to do it. Oh, there's a fucking key. Yeah, of course. There's a combination. They know that they set the combination. Okay, yeah. makes sense. Makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking way too hard into this. It's uh. I do like this idea that like the safe is also a commodity, mm-hmm. where people are like, yeah, and the safe has changed hands, and people have bought it. I don't know if that happens with safes. I don't think that's a thing. Yeah, not sure. But uh, I don't know. I don't have enough money to need a safe. These safes specifically, if you mess are like up, art pieces. Yes. Oh, yeah, and he, didn't he say there's a legend that if you mess up, it burns the inside? It incinerates the yeah, content. Which can't be true. I don't I think know. I think if a safe is done wrong, then it just stops you from getting it. It locks forever. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That and, makes more sense than if it destroying the contents. Why would you do that? Because I, I think Hans what? Wagner wanted to just really raise the stakes of it, right? So that means that no one's really tried that much on this. He is literally the only person in this universe to open these safes. Could it be that the legend itself keeps people away from trying? And he's just the craziest one to actually try and do it? He's so crazy enough? Not only the legend, but it's accessibility. These well, guys are just a solid team. And we'll see in the first one when they go and do it, it's very easy for them to go. In fact, they even say... <laughs> it's comically easy. Yeah, like it's not even going to be... What's the point they go? They go, you know when heist films, yeah. when they describe how it's going to go and then something goes wrong and it doesn't go exactly as planned? That's how it's going to be for us, except it's going to go exactly as planned. I love that whole thing because after it occurs and they, you know, Gwendolyn... Explains the whole plan. Yes, uh, and when they come back, he's like, are we sure nothing will go wrong? And they're like, we've already done it. And he looks down and he has the he bag has of the money. Bag in his hands and he's like, love yes! that cut. And I love like in the background, he's just like, yeah. It is a great comedy slash heist film slash action thriller in I all senses. Yeah. And these safes, I don't, I didn't realize I could be so interested in safe. I, I love it. I'm into it. I love it. Every single time he opens a safe, it turns into an ASMR session. <laughs> Those clicks. It's <laughs> so <laughs> And then opening the whole thing. They do a great job of like, so in most films, especially heist films, opening the safe has got to be the climax, right? In Ocean's Mm -hmm. Eleven, how are they going to get into the vault? That's the climax. And, you know, the bullet, I think it's just called bullet, you know, how he gets away. That's the whole scenario of like, what is this heist film about? Yeah. This film did that in the first, you know, 40 minutes. But they had to build up on it. So they the gave ne- us three climaxes. So the next, nice. <laughs> so the next time that we see him go to the the next safe, which is the Valkyrie, he actually fucks up. Yeah, and it like does its like choom, choom, and like sucks in the mm-hmm. the knobs. And he's like, "It's okay if I mess up again. It'll just lock forever." He's okay. He's okay. I, if it's I mess okay, up again, <laughs> I turn to Cheech Marin. He'll get it next time, oh, man. man. You know, Andre. Um, uh, no, but it is fun that it and they build and on they build on the suspense so that by the time we get to the third one, um, you know, he is moving back and forth, and that movement is fucking up with the unlocking of the vault itself. Moving back and forth because Gwendolyn is, is driving, driving a, a truck. truck. Which we'll get to, we'll get to, we'll get we'll to. We'll get to, I'm we're sorry, on. baddies. We're not going in chronological order quite yet, but we will get there. So the second safe is when they need the distraction from classic Richard Nixon. <laughs> Richard Marion Nixon. <laughs> the Richard Nixon mask with yes. the long nose. As a callback to Point Break, of mm-hmm. course. Um, 
and like an Uzi full of darts. I am impressed that no one dies in this film. Well, and it's almost it's also impressive to the police. Because yes. remember when the Interpol guy, Interpol gets to that vault, the police officer's like, no, actually, nobody's hurt. This is actually like, everybody's fine. It's kind of like it was a movie. And the guy's like, oh, was it? Was it, was, it like this? Are a we movie? like, we're in a spy movie? Shut the fuck. He gets mad. Yeah. that. And I was saying earlier, that Interpol agent, I think his name is LaCroix. LaCroix? De LaCroix. De LaCroix. Looks like a Pixar character. He does. I, I would very see, cartoonish. I could see him cooking in Ratatouille. Mm-hmm. He's pissed because he got shot in the ass. But he got shot in the ass by Brad Cage, who's carrying a 50 caliber handgun. He's carrying a Desert Eagle with him. It is huge. And the fact that the bullet is caught in the flask mm-hmm. is that flask is solid. That metal. is a bulletproof flask. It's a solid steel flask. Mm-hmm. And that saved his ass, literally. And also, like, put a chip in his shoulder, uh, figuratively, of where he wants to catch him. He is a, such an insecure cis male. <laughs> Because he's, okay, two abusive men in this movie, Brad Cage and Delacroix, they have anger issues, and they look like they're this close to smacking a woman, and it makes me upset. I think Lacroix, I think you're getting that mistaken for him just being French. Delacroix? Yeah. Uh, I, think he's just just, French? I think he's just French. An yeah. angry French man? Brad for sure is an abusive, horrible, disgusting person, the but I think he... Delacroix is just French. Mm, okay, well, let's get through all of this. Uh, so that we could talk about how bad of a man Brad is. Well, after he does the uh, Richard Nixon distraction, yes. where they get the money from the safe from Valkyrie, mm-hmm. Valkyrie, 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 this one is the more difficult one. This is where he messes up, right? Because because they're able to hit the alarms. The people in the bank hit a silent alarm, and they hit the straight-up alarm. So the police are there. Yeah. And Interpol is also there. Like, they thought that the... I didn't really like this part, I have to say, is the Interpol... They made Interpol look like idiots. They made yes. them look like morons. They went like, to the wrong bank. Yeah. Because, and then they're like, where's the vault? And they're like, we sold it. And it's like, what do you mean? It's at our more prestigious Yeah, what the place. fuck does that... that I don't... Again, I guess just to buy the high team more time. Also, commodities. Yeah. So they go and then there's a shootout. Yeah. Nixon gets shot in the arm, and it's not Nixon; it's Brad Cage, but he's wearing a Richard Nixon mask. Yeah. He gets shot in the shoulder, um, which was I liked that. That looked like a pretty realistic shot. It was cool. It bled. It got bad. It was a pretty intense. Right when he got shot in the shoulder, he does a slow mo jump out the window. Yes. And in Zack Snyder fashion, it is just beautiful. Everything but about what did this. he land on? Uh, bushes, pipes, plastic. Tubes? I don't know. Something saved him. I, I think what he landed on didn't seem like it was very soft. But he gets up again in the getaway van, driven by Rolf, who is my favorite of the crew. Looks like Otis with a longer beard. Don't say that because now Otis is going to learn that accent and just try and do it all the time. <laughs> um, so they get in the car, and of course they're trying to get everybody in. Um, Sebastian mm-hmm. and the. F- f- Gwendolyn? Gwendolyn, uh, I almost called her a foe, uh, are running, and they put their hands out, and Gwendolyn grabs and gets pulled in, and then uh, Sebastian puts his hand out, and he's about to get pulled in. But then Brad says, suck my tiny cock, and then pushes him out into the street. See, there is a lot of, and these are twists that are almost very predictable. It's a heist film. But I still really care for these characters, and Brad is only insecure because he knows that from the party scene, which we see later on. Sebastian is eyeing Gwendolyn. And they have the most beautiful inner... I, I do want to talk about that party scene a little bit because that's one of the... 
it's those scenes that really flesh out these characters a bit more that make me like these characters more than the characters in Army of the Dead. Yes. The girl that plays Karina, who's the hacker, she's kind of a Ruby weird girl. Ophi. Lo- we love her. And, <laughs> and she's she's kind of this weird girl that was just willing to casually make out with Sebastian. Russians. Rolf is I like Rolf and Sebastian kind of having some a, a bromance. When after. they're playing beer pong? Yes. Is, it, is this bonding? <laughs> is this the bonding? I think it is, yes. And the way he just the way Sebastian just looks at Gwendolyn from afar and then like approaches her in her room and they You should have just gone for Karina. Nah, dude, I think he made the right move. The romantic in me is saying, like, good job. You went for you went for Gwendolyn. Played She's by... taken. No, she's not. She's a free spirit, and Brad is just the possessive douchebag. Dude, it's so <laughs> this movie's perfect to me. The fact that they were able to sprinkle some romance, comedy, and action, that's a beautiful cocktail for me. Oh, goodness gracious, Christian. Anyway, let's fast forward. So he pushes them out, they they get double crossed by Rolf and Brad Cage. Yes. But then Brad Cage and Rolf get double crossed by Karina and Gwendolyn. Later on. Um, because, and because I keep wanting to call him Dieter, but that's not his name in this one. Sebastian mm-hmm. gets away. He lands on a train and he doesn't really know where to go. That chase scene was wild. He gets home. And who's there waiting for him? Karina and Gwendolyn. But he doesn't see them when he walks in. In fact, he turns on the lights and walks right past them. Which is a recurring bit when he gets scared and spills hot coffee for the <laughs> second time in this film all over him. And he does the, the iconic Dieter squeal, right? <laughs> Love it. Shiza, shiza, shiza. In the truck when Brad Cage was... When Gwendolyn was getting mad at Brad, uh-huh. she was saying, why did you drop... Sebastian, the plan was to keep him with us until we crack the other safe. That's fucked up. So, like, yeah. the original plan was to just, like, you not even well, keep but him around. Not to, not to be Brad's um, defender here, but he's not part of the crew. They had a plan. Yeah. They were trying to do something and figure it out. This was what they were going to do. They were going to make a bunch of money. They were going to make a name for themselves. They were going to be the world's greatest bank heists. Yes. All right. Now she's now he's losing his girlfriend. He's losing his best friend. He's losing his backup chick. Brad's losing everything. <laughs> his backup chick. Karina's his backup chick. Brad's losing everything here. Uh, she's a stronger woman than that. I think Brad's maybe having sex with all three of them. Brad looks like a counterfeit Hugh Jackman. Oh yeah, right. Except just like the features just aren't. He's not as handsome. I did keep thinking of him as Tony oh. Starr from The Boys, the guy who plays Homelander. Yeah, he uh, kind of reminded me of him. Kind of looks but like him. Fa- with, but with the facial hair. Anyway, I don't like either of those characters. Let's let's move back to um, when Gwendolyn and Karina do surprise him and they admit that they need Sebastian. I liked that whole interaction. It is nice to see a, a nice white man to finally be needed in this country. It never happens. Not anymore. Never happens. Needed needed by a woman of color mm-hmm. and another woman of... Um, a different shade of color. Of a, of a color. Of yeah. European descent. Yeah, yes. Bing. Could have I... more Asians in this film. There was only one and he was on the bad guy side. Uh, he was on the... Yeah, he was part of the Interpol team and of course he's the hacker. He's a douche. And not even that good. No, in fact, he's actually the worst at his job. I actually don't like this movie anymore. It's no. racist. <laughs> um, so they decide to go and do Siegfried. Yes. But how are they going to do it? Because Interpol's on their case. Interpol, in fact, has cracked their encrypted radio code yeah. and knows that they're going to do the, the steal the safe at 5 a.m. the next day when they do the transfer. Dude, this is what I'm saying. Beatrix from Interpol is like way smarter. She was saying it's too good to be true. They're not on an open uh, radio. It wasn't report. open. It was just difficult enough for the Asian guy to crack. Oh, he said, yes, asshole. This is all Karina. 
Yes. And that's why, do you remember when Karina hopped off the bus and she joins with Gwendolyn? She's like, yeah. I put too much work into this to not do this. Yeah. This whole this plan depended up. on her. Because mm-hmm. remember, she not only did she steal the headpiece from the guard on the roof. Yeah. She also sets all of the stuff up. She's like, she talks on the headpiece. She confuses Interpol. She's solid. We find out that she calls the casino the night before. And mm-hmm. says, hey, I'm with Interpol. We think there's going to be a robbery in the morning. So let's move up that uh, that deposit time. Yeah. She's like, okay, yeah, sure. So they move up the deposit time. Now Interpol's there at 5 a.m. ready to go bust some fucking heads. Mm-hmm. They come running in and everybody's like, oh, no, no. Remember you called us already and said uh, love was going to happen. And then it goes into this montage eight hours early. Classic heist film. So good. It's the twist on a twist. <laughs> I, I, I love the fa- like any heist film where they recruit everyone. I love the the, the title cards, their name cards when they first are introduced, and like a little bit of flashbacks. Or like when context. they go to Paris and it's like written, but the Eiffel Tower is the A. Yes, everything is so good, and this is like where if you didn't think it was already action packed, this is where it starts ramping up. It gets pretty intense. I mean, we did have the gun fu kung fu fight in the first safe, yeah, um, but that was actually like maybe the first act of violence in for the most part the whole film. That's it. Everything else is just. A chase. Yeah. And a few people getting punched here and there. But like I said, no one dies. So Karina does get arrested. Sadly. Uh, And do you think she gives them up? No, I think she gives up. The uh, Rolf and. Rolf and Brad's location, which was a little bit behind. Right. Which is why they got there later. Mm. They got there a little too late. So. I hope not. I don't want want to think Karina's a double, double, double. I don't think so. Even then, I wouldn't be so mad because the whole point was that Interpol knows about her little brother, which... Kill my little brother. That's what I would have said. (laughs) That's fucked up. Um, So she's driving around, and of course, it's a classic European road that has a billion turns and is not a straight road. Uh, So he's trying to do the safe, and he's like flying back and forth Mm -hmm. and screaming. (laughs) Yeah. And then we see inside the safe, and the safe is like about to get into the locking mechanism, but it it's keeps so like, close. And if it messes up, locks forever, right? Blows up, <laughs> kills everybody. <laughs> Credits. Uh, so they do get it open. Yes, which is which is good, and but not the resolution. It's no, it's not the final resolution because they hop out of the truck thinking everything's handy dandy notebook, mm-hmm. and it's not. And everything that slows them down, and I think about it, and I don't want to be mad at Dieter about it. But because of his uh, romanticizing of these moments, he slowed them down by a solid three minutes. Let's break it down just to say, why didn't you tell me? Hey, lady, I like you. He's like, why didn't you tell me about you and Brad? Yeah, yes. Stuff like that. Right. What? There's nothing to tell you. He's just like, I just think it's weird you didn't say anything. Yeah, let's break it down real quick. He's a stranger to the group. He honestly has no business trying to pry, uh, trying to pry into her personal life quite yet. But luckily, this girl does fall for him. So, so it works out. It does work out. Um, they get out, but guess who's right behind them? Uh, guy from the Interpol. No, before him, it's Rolf. And oh yeah, they hop out of the car. They're ready to kill them. Rolf hold holding his gun. Ready to say, <laughs> no, this is where I knew he was toxic. Holds the gun toward uh, Gwendolyn. Is like, you going to take me back? <laughs> Fuck you, dude. That yeah. is the most toxic thing. Look at how much I'm trying. I Does love that, you. Doesn't this show how much I love you? Take me back. Um, and she, they, they don't. No. She does kick his ass, though. And then Rolf is like, is it too late to switch 
back to your team. Yes. <laughs> Which is another reason why I like Rolf so much. Because he's just like, he's, you know. He what? was never bad. I think he understood his role. His role in driver. the heist What's team. What's he going to do? That's it. Yeah. Great driver. I Fantastic. loved his, when he was driving that golden beamer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Solid. Who do you think would win in a race? Mm. Rolf or Baby Driver? Let me make this more spicy. Who do you think would win in a race? Rolf, Baby Driver, or Ryan Gosling from Drive? Let me make this a little bit more spicy. Okay. Who would win in a race? Come on. <laughs> I'm waiting for it. You better have a solid fourth, dude. Because if not, we're not having this race. Rolf. Okay. Baby Driver. Okay. Ryan Gosling from and? Drive. Or Steve McQueen from Bullet. Oh, let me make this more spicy. Yeah. Rolf uh-huh. from Baby Driver. <laughs> Rolf from Baby Driver. <laughs> Rolf from Baby Driver. Ryan Gosling uh-huh. from Drive. Steve McQueen or Speed Racer? Speed Racer, the Speed, animated animated character. Speed Racer has a car that I think actually would. I think okay, if that's the race, it's going to be Speed Racer. Oh, uh, let's just assume that they all have the same <laughs> car and model type. There. They're all driving Mario karts. <laughs> and Mario's there. <laughs> oh shit! We didn't even account for him. It's on Rainbow Road. <laughs> Anyways, let's get back to the movie. They do get to um. Escape, but then Interpol guy shows up. Yes. And this is where I'm saying, could have gone away if Sebastian just waited to confess his feelings on the boat <laughs> to get out of there, right? Yeah, they did. They got one bag on the boat. They had two bags on the pier. Then everyone draws their pistols, and it's it's Interpol versus Gwendolyn. And then, you know, Sebastian's there too. And Gwendolyn does make a sacrifice, after all, much like... Brumhilda. Brumhilda. Jumping on the funeral pyre. Yes. She jumps onto the police officer. Starts <laughs> kissing him. And then she's like, go, get out of here. I'll fuck him while you go. And then, <laughs> Sorry, I was watching um, Army of Thighs. <laughs> Planet of the Thighs. <laughs> Planet of the Thighs. Yes. Um, um, uh, but that, okay. Was it just me or were you in moments like that in movies? Are you thinking, no, nah, there's, there's a way to get out of this. Like when he cuffs you. Uh, you yeah, could, she, she knows gun kung fu. You could fuck him up. You took down two armed security guards. Yeah, in that in front of that safe. That guy got shot in his flask. Yes, and he like is still very hurt from it. And his, she could totally beat him up. He is a broken man emotionally. Oh, he is. He's he's a he's a wreck. <gasps> what is he Hans Wagner? Like a a colloquial for Hans Wagner of like losing. I'm not going to entertain that hypothetical. I don't not, like him I, at all. Well, I mean, I oh for like Hans- as a parallel, I was the guy who made the vaults, oh. where he's just so enwrapped in his job that he has to do that. No, mm. no, I'm going to say no. I all don't, right, well, I'm going to say fuck you then. I don't respect the man enough for him to even be representative of that. So Sebastian gets in the boat. Yes, and the, we can't gloss past the scene where he cries. It's because of the cat allergy. <laughs> I forgot. Gwendolyn was holding all of the five cats there. Uh, no, but he does cry because he, he's never going to see Gwendolyn again. Or she does say, like, I will find you. When I get out, I'll find you. Yeah. Which and breaks my heart more because I was still thinking of the... The fact that he's probably... Maybe probably potent- In one of the three scenarios, he's dead. Yes. Um, But he finds in the bag. You know, she knows she'll be able to find him. Maybe that's she's saying... That there is a way for her to escape. Because again, like Zack Snyder said, we didn't see it on screen that she gets arrested. Mm-hmm. She just gets her handcuffs and then that's the last that we see of her. So she could have escaped. There's a scenario where she does escape. That's what I'm saying. According man. to the genre and according to Zack Snyder himself, 
there is a version where she does it. And so she knows where he's going. Mm-hmm. She bought the plane ticket. She got him the false passport. Mm-hmm. Then we cut to some time later. Love it. California. Gwendolyn's safe and lock. Which it shows in Army of the Dead. And the fact that it's named after Gwendolyn. It's those small, tiny little Easter eggs that make me just scream. It makes my skin like crawl uh, in a good he one. Named, he named the safe company that he works for. That, that after his, Gwendolyn. Yes. So she can find him. Mm-hmm. I hope they find each other. I really hope so. I what? What if they find each other? But he is an alpha zombie, and then he has to make her an alpha zombie, her, a queen zombie. Oh. Whoa! And then now the big bad of the Planet of the Dead is Dieter. Some Dieter and Gwendolyn. I'd watch that. You know, uh, I believe Gwendolyn was also King Arthur's wife's name. Really? Yeah. These are all just majestic names. I really like the name Gwendolyn. Germans. Yes, it's it's so so nice to the ear. You know what's really nice to the ear, and I suggest everybody listen to a little bit of Wagner, like just really like mm. play some some. Well, he was playing Wagner. Close as he your was eyes, these things. put your headphones on, and just think, 1938 Germany. Stop! You have, oh. a, you have a square mustache so, underneath your nose. <laughs> Everything's going good for you right now. It won't be currently for a long time. You put but. too much hair gel for your own yes, good. Yes, but you, your book is selling through the roof. But. No one knows you're that much of a bigot yet. Because you have one undescended testicle and you have a weird poop thing that your mom yelled at you when you were a child. The only thing that's good for you is that you have a dog that's probably nice and is just loyal. And actually a couple of girlfriends. Couple? Yeah. He's a couple? I was just actually reading a book about it. Oh, anyways, swimming in the poon. Okay. Actually, yeah. Mm. He was the first rock star. Um, um, what do you rate this, Phil? I'm going to give it... Let me think. I hate, I don't want to give it up willy-nilly. I'm giving it a four out of five. You're giving it a four. I'm giving it a four out of five because, you know, it's a fun film. It's definitely, it holds true to the genre. Mm-hmm. It has some fun, like, Easter egg stuff. But, you know, I think time will do this movie some good. Yeah. I think time is going to give this movie, you know, we're going to see more of how the franchise unfolds. We're going to see how more of it plugs and plays with what's going on with Zack Snyder's world. I, I think I give it a solid four. And I don't think that's a bad con. I don't, you know. Yeah. No, no, no. That's... That makes sense because it's not a perfect masterpiece. I'm going to give it a 4.5. Mm. What gives me... I'm going to give it a 4.6. Excuse me. Excuse me. I'm reading it right now. You say it after. What <laughs> gives it a 0. 0.5, uh, like uh, that bump for me, is the music. Hans mm. Zimmer. Yes. It is Hans Zimmer providing that background music, making all these scenes just that much more emotional. Yeah, yeah. Now, this movie is great because great music great cinematography and just a good acting like good performances from these actors i'm i'm just i'm overall pleased overall overall how about underall underall then we'll have to talk later i'm not sure yet what that means <laughs> <laughs> i just that's, that's all i have to say man <laughs> it has to go to matthias <laughs> i just love the, yeah i'm not gonna talk about that until i know what it means <laughs> Um, um, yeah, it has to be. It has to be Matthias. Yes. Special shout out, of course, to Zach and Deborah Snyder for building this world together. Of course. But uh, I would also like to throw my second best person on set award to Gus Khan. Who's that? Rolf. Rolf. My second best person on set award, and I don't know the name yet, is whoever is doing the hairdressing for Natalie Emmanuel, who is Gwendolyn. <laughs> because this girl had like four or five very different hairstyles. Every single scene. Like a, a length difference. Her hair, when he first sees her at the safe 
competition, it's it's you know it's gorgeous. And then there, the second time when she spooks him at the coffee shop, it's a different hairstyle, also yeah. gorgeous, All kind of mohawky. Yes, every you're supposed to try to blend in when How you're am I gonna know who's you. <laughs> I can't recognize saying. you if you keep changing your hair, Gwendolyn. I who are you? Oh, that's Gwendolyn. Different hair. Um, no, but when you are trying to rob a bank. You can't stand out like a sore thumb. These are pretty loud well, hairstyles. No, but you know what? What? Hiding in plain sight. Mm, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. But her hairstyles, they're just like, you, it's the girl with the, the frohawk. You know <laughs> you know, I don't know who robbed the bank, but we did see that girl with the frohawk come in. Maybe that's why she changes her hairstyle, because it's, ah, mm. so she's never detectable. Mm. Yeah, that well makes done. sense. Well done, well done. Yeah, uh, shout out to her hairdresser. Yeah. Um, and shout out to the one who does um, Sebastian's hair too, because sometimes he's got little like clips in his hair, and so he does. He's got good hair. I like. Yes, Sebastian's got good hair. For someone who's an introverted nerd that stays at home and works at a bank, don't call yourself that. Um, it's just you know I'm fucking dope. <laughs> nice. Way <laughs> no. to turn it around. But Sebastian, for someone like him, very well dressed, very well dressed, very handsome. Yeah. Um, and very fit. The fact that you could run miles in a three piece suit impressive to me that's impressive to me as well and if you're eating a muffin a banana muffin and uh you know uh, just a, a sandwich every coffee. single day yeah 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 yeah. without working out all you're doing is working out your hands because he does weird warm-ups with his fingers right nice yeah should not have deltoids like that germans do like physical fitness sir. Oh, so maybe yeah on his spare time actually he is kind of ocd i could imagine him being very ocd about his body and taking care of it did you see his uh, very finely manicured fingernails dude i saw yeah his hands i think he was um uh turning on the sink with the, the the faucet and i was like oh what girl is what girl character are they introducing now and it zooms out and it's him and i'm like oh you have really pretty hands matthias i just want to say one of my favorite lines from rolf is when they're making sandwiches when they're bonding and he's like the, the trick is to eat a lot of protein the night before so the <laughs> next morning you're ready to go and he has a sandwich with like six chicken breasts in yes it, dude and then fold it over and then walks away with it and i was like what and sebastian didn't get a sandwich from him yeah he did it he just showed him let me show you sandwiches yeah, yeah. Not offer you one. Also, in the first heist, uh, he's eating a baguette in the driver's seat. Do you notice that? I think it's a sandwich. It's like a baguette, but it does. I think it oh, is a sandwich. It has to have content. Yeah, if he's yeah. emphasizing protein that much. He's, he is always eating a sandwich, ah. which, as a How I Met Your Mother fan, was code for smoking. I like to imagine that he was just getting super stoned. Oh, that's right. They went to go eat, eat a, a sandwich. sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, that was fun. I'm glad we got to do this one kind of. You know, last minute, it just came out. I believe it came out last week. Yes. Uh, I do want to say three quarters of a million views uh, is the guesstimation of how many people have seen it already. Third in the USA. So this movie is doing really, really well. Um, there's no doubt they're going to keep this franchise going on Netflix. Yeah, dude, it's familiarity. If uh, Army of the Dead was generally successful. Generally successful. Generally successful. And uh, it was done by Netflix and was starring Dave Bautista. Big hit. Now let's do a spinoff. That's why there's so many spinoffs that exist, because that's what you could capitalize on. Can't wait for the new Sex in the City. Um, <laughs> you guys, you know what to do. You guys know what to do by now. But in case you don't, Christian, Follow. tell them how to do it, but in German. Follow the podcast at ICBTB. Podcast. 
Podcast? I don't want to do this. Okay, that's fine. You can Highly follow the podcast insecure. at ICBTB Podcast. Uh, yeah, of course, guys, send us an email at icbtbpodcast.yahoo.com. Yeah. Uh, you can follow Christian at das German name. It is at Christian has asthma. Yeah. You can follow me at ja. at Carl <laughs> underscore me Jesus. Ja. Uh, and, um, you know, don't uh, don't give up on your dreams, buddies. All right, I want to end this episode by really trying to practice our German accents. Okay, let's say the four. Let's say the four names of the safes. That seems like a good way for us to really like. Gutenberg. Wait. What's okay, it so first of all, it's the ring of Nibelung. 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 I'm already fucking this up. What are the you four saying? Four parts of the ring of Nibelung. What's the first safe called? Nibelung. Rheingold. 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 Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Reingold, Valkyrie. Valkyrie, Siegfried, Siegfried, Gotterdammerrogen, 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 Gotterdammerrogen. Fuck it. Okay, we sound good. One We're more time. Reingold, Reingold, Valkyrie, Valkyrie. Siegfried, Gotterdammerrogen. Yes. All right. Uh. Ja. Give me that bad dog.